Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Peter Waltz. Along with bringing you updates and critical information happening all around the world, we're always fortunate to have the chance to dial in our local ELA lawyers. These good folks are practicing on the ground in jurisdictions around the world, working daily to help their local clients move through difficult times. On the program, we span the globe. We receive updates on critical information from members all around the world. Today, we're going to be chatting with one of our members in the Dominican Republic. Joining us on the program today is Luis Miguel Pareda, founding partner of Pareda and Asociados. Today, Luis is going to discuss with us the impact of COVID-19 and the digital revolution that has had on labor and employment laws in the Dominican Republic. Welcome to the program, Luis. How are you today? I'm fine. Thanks for having me, Peter, today. Wonderful. Well, we're looking forward to getting an update. So let's talk just in general about labor and employment laws and regulations. Can you characterize labor and employment and the regulations in the Dominican Republic for our audience? Sure, of course. Dominican labor regulations are very overprotective of the employees, considering, and this is normal, considering that this is a rather poor country. And obviously, working class is very important for for the country and very important for politicians. Then we have a labor code that is overprotective. We have a constitution that is intended to protect on labor rights, the employees. And we have a scattered regulation, social security system, and so on, that are intended to protect basically Dominican employees. As a result of that, there are certain principles, prevailing principles, that probably you don't see in other jurisdictions, such as, for instance, whenever there is an obscure provision in the law, usually the interpretation is in favor of the employee. There are certain rights of the employees that they cannot waive, even if they enter into an agreement with the employer and, and they sign and they consent to waive those rights. Basically here, the labor contract is a sort of hybrid. There is a part of it that it's mutually consented, that is negotiated by the parties, but there are certain rights and obligations that cannot be waived. For instance, uh, there is minimum wage here. There are some caps on the weekly shift. There are some caps over time. And certain rights like that that are exclusive and cannot be waived by, by the employee. As a result, we have a sort of hybrid. The contract is half an institution because it's regulated by the government, by, by the public sector, um, the Minister of Labor, and, and also is consented by the employees, half negotiated. This is basically, let's say, the character, these are the characteristics of, of the Dominican labor system, and is, I would say, socially oriented, and as a result, precedents and the regulation are intended to be overprotective of the employee's rights, in my opinion. Well, so then what specific implementations and challenges does the digital revolution and, and frankly, COVID as well, how are the two of those things impacting labor and employment law in the Dominican Republic? Are things changing down there? Yeah, things are changing. Let's say that before COVID-19, in the country, we were already noticing the fact that you have digital platform, you have algorithm, you have software that are rendering services that used to be rendered by individuals. And uh, suddenly with COVID-19, everything is speed up. 
because as a result of the pandemic, you, you, don't, you don't need overcrowding at the premises of the factory or the premises of the company. And you have all used to, to control the disease and, and avoid the uh, contagious and all of that. And as a result, everything is speed up. And suddenly you have the employees rendering services from home. Um, the regulation was not intended to govern that kind of relationship. The traditional relationship that was governed by Dominican Labor Code um, by other regulations was basically the traditional one. The employees attend to the factory, attend to the to the company, they run the, the services there, uh, subject to a supervision, and, and they get their payment. That's basically the traditional way. And of course, COVID changes everything. So the legal framework overall, how is it responding to this new reality and changing? I mean, are efforts already being made? How is the government interacting? What are some of the big structural changes that are happening? In November last year, November 2020, there were several meetings between the, the labor sector represented by their associations and confederations of unions, and then the representatives of, of the employer sectors. Uh, of course, with the coordination of the Minister of Labor, which is basically the regulator of the sector. And the idea was how to govern this situation and, and the new relationship that arose as a result of the pandemic. And then a resolution was enacted in November 2020 for the private sector and another one for the public sector, and is intended basically to govern those uh, features that are exclusive of this kind of relationship. The weekly shift, for instance, how do you compute the daily shift? How do you control the overtime? How do you pay the overtime? Privacy, in, in the sense not only of the data that is owned by the, by the employer, but also the privacy of the employee that sometimes it's uh, rendered in the services from home. And suddenly you want to watch if, if the employer wants to know if you are rendering the services, for instance, and, and many other aspects which uh, has to be regulated. And in a way we're regulated by, by this new resolution. For instance, uh, when, when you are rendering the services at the workplace, if there is an accident, is out of questions that the employer is responsible for that. You're supposed to have insurance. You're supposed to protect the employee. But when that happens and you are rendering the services from home and suddenly you slipped in, in the bathroom, it's a labor accident. It's a personal accident. It is because someone spilled some liquids there or is going to be held responsible the employer. Questions like that, an issue like that becomes much more demanding now. The same thing with privacy. For instance, on the regula regulation, the employer is not supposed to use a, a video surveillance, neither from the computer nor by means of any software or device that will be installed in the personal device like a cell of the employee. That's not allowed because it's a violation of the privacy of the employee. Also, we have established the, the right to disconnect. When you are rendering services from home, employers are tempted to pose questions anytime, and you don't realize that maybe it's 10 o'clock in the night. The, the business uh, usually responds to the needs of the, of the company. The boundaries are overlooked. It's something that we all do, maybe involuntarily, just because you're, you're acting at the spur of the moment. 
one of the what the right that was already established in the Dominican Republic, as it happens in France, uh, Chile, and other jurisdictions, is the right to disconnect. It's basically that the employee, after the weekly shift and the and the daily shift, it's is free to say, "Listen, I already finished. I'll, I'll let you know tomorrow." But I need to get offline because otherwise, it's considered to be harmful for his health. Those are things that have been implemented. Also, how do you monitor, for instance, your daily shift in order to control overtime? The solution seems to be that you have some sort of software to control the effective time that you are on the computer working on a particular task, or basically measure if whatever is the the task that was uh, given to you was complete within the time frame that was considered for that particular task protection of the of the data of the company and hardware and equipment has been emphasized in the new regulation it's not the the end of it it's it's just the beginning but at least you have the public sector and the the private sector looking for ways out in order to respond to the needs that we didn't know before but it's part of uh, covid-19 and they are here to stay i don't think that we will come back to normal at least not the normal that we used to know. I think you're absolutely right, Luis. And, and as we traverse the world speaking to members, we hear the same kinds of stories, you know, about how working at home has changed and how work-life balance has changed and how signing off and other things like that are different. And it's, in, it's encouraging to know that there's becoming a legal standard, if you will, across jurisdictions. But are there any other additional things that you want to share with our audience about this kind of changing local reality and how that legal framework in your mind will change going forward. Yeah, well, I would like to say that there is a possibility for the employees to go back once the, the pandemic is under control. Right, right now, we are vaccinating our population. Uh, about half a million Dominicans have already been vaccinated. And the regulation allows for employer and employees to come to an agreement and reverse the the way they are rendered in the services. So if you were subject to a typical traditional labor contract and you accepted to render services from home, you are okay to come back to the premises if there are conditions for you to do so. And as I said, this is only a, an effort in order to adapt the regulation to the new reality. But there are many things to be done. And of course, there will be a reform of the labor code in order to adapt the the regulation to current circumstances. Well, it sounds like lots of changes down there. And I hope you and your family and your colleagues are safe and well. Thank you very much for joining us today. And we'll look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you. Big hug. And thank you for having me. If you'd like to connect with Luis Miguel Pareja in the Dominican Republic or any of our lawyers around the world, please search for them on the ELA website at ela.law. Just go to the big Find a Lawyer widget in the center of the page, hit the drop-down box. There you can choose a lawyer anywhere in the world. You can also use our website to sign up and receive invitations to upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content from the online library, or use the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Peter Waltz. Thanks for listening.